Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hi, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. I hope you've been enjoying this discussion of leadership pitfalls. And I'm definitely curious if there are certain areas where you feel uh, you've fallen into the pit, and I know I have uh, from time to time, would love to hear about it. Uh, feel free to leave a voice message on Anchor FM or send an email to me at joe at connectioncounselor.com. If I can, I will share on a future episode and perhaps use it as inspiration uh, to create additional content for you. So today we're going to talk about the pitfall of the failure to clearly define goals. Have you ever had a situation where you're not quite sure what is meant to be done, right? Words are coming out of the person's mouth. You think you understand what it is. You you deliver something and then you get the response, that's not what I wanted at all. Or... Sometimes where um, someone gives you some direction and they say, we're going to do this, and then you give them exactly what they wanted, and then all of a sudden they're changing their mind. Something has shifted, right? They, they acknowledge you gave them what they asked for, but they're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's not really what we need anymore. That's, that's shifted, and now we need this. So then you just have to toss out most, if not all, of what you've been working on for days or weeks or hopefully not longer than that, hopefully not months. What is the challenge with this, right? When you're under this situation and you have a leader who's constantly shifting goals or isn't clear about it, what does that do to your motivation? What does that do to your productivity? If you're a leader and your people don't have clear goals, you may notice they end up really muddling through their day. They can't be productive if they don't have a clear idea what they're working for and, importantly, what their work means. It also makes it difficult for them to prioritize their workload effectively, which can mean that projects and tasks may get completed in the wrong order. So sometimes getting something done is not really helpful when it's not done in the right sequence or order because timing and how these things fit together uh, can be just as important as the individual tasks. So how can we use executive presence to be better at clearly defining goals? The first of the six degrees of executive presence I want to share that can be really helpful is that of being engaged. We've talked about this quite a bit. I really love the metaphor of the two gears where you're one gear and the team or someone else is the other gears. And if the gears are enmeshed, as they turn, they respond and they react together. And they're more powerful than independent gears just spinning alone in space. And think about how being engaged with someone can really help you define the goals better, right? It can help you communicate in a way that's better. It can help you understand who should get the task, 
because you understand what different people's abilities and roles are. It can help you decide when to assign a task because you understand the, the cadence and the timing of things that are going on. So that's one level of engagement that we like to talk about. The other level of engagement is with the actual project, right? What Do you actually understand as a leader what the goal of the project is? Are you engaged with whether the goal is shifting or changing such that you know that at the earliest possible moment? Things are going to change. We all have to get comfortable with the fact that things are going to change all the time. What's uncomfortable is when you're one of the last people to know and then that has the flow down effect to your team where they are now the last, last, last people to know and it really disrupts their productivity and their ability to do the right thing because they're getting late information from you. And the final piece of engagement is the engagement of the mission of the organization. Right? That's the guiding principle. What is the real point of any of this work that we're doing? If you're not engaged with that, then as the ship turns, you can quickly just find yourself all alone and just paddling in the middle of the ocean uh, and, and the ship has gone off in a different direction, which is not a great feeling for you or for people who work with you. The other of the six degrees of executive presence that's helpful here in terms of clearly defining goals is being resolute. So what can happen here is if you're not resolute, you can often shift things when uh, political winds change or there's a challenge or there's some hardship or popularity. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't be adaptable and respond to change. What I'm saying is if you're properly engaged with what's going on, you'll, you'll make the changes that are necessary for the success and the mission and the goal as opposed to changes of lack of self-confidence or lack of engagement. So by being resolute, people can challenge you, you know, in, in, in a very aggressive, uh, very powerful way, but the resolute leader does not fold under that. The resolute leader changes when it makes sense. Right? When, when, when the thing that is brought to your attention is some information you didn't have or makes you think about things in a way that's different and you're like, oh, okay, that I agree with that. That makes sense. Let's change it as opposed to I'm feeling very uncomfortable. People are unhappy. Maybe I should change things. That sort of leader is very difficult to follow. The metaphor I like to use is you get motion sick, right? They're, they're going left. They're going right. There's no stability in their direction. Change is not meant to happen too often, too mercurially. <laughs> have trouble getting that word out, mercurially. Otherwise, people have no stability. They have no sense of focus. So as you go through the day, when you're either giving a goal or receiving a goal, assess how clear is that goal. And if it's not clear enough, what can you do? How can you make that more clear, either by asking more questions of the other person, or if you're the ones giving the goal, asking more questions of yourself, so you can really assess whether you understand it as deeply and as fully as you need. And if you get questioned, and it's a good thing to get questioned, it's a good thing that people 
um, are challenging you and keeping you honest and keeping you sharp, make sure that you're resolute and don't change just from the pressure, but are adaptable when new information and new reasons come that make sense and are overall the right thing to do. Well, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think about a time where you were just really excited about a project or an assignment, right? Your manager, your boss came to you and said, we're going to do this and I need you to help out with this. And, you know, you left that meeting and you were just so charged. You were ready to take on the world and make an amazing contribution. And even throughout the project, you had boundless energy and you were able to work hard and, and still not feel burnt out and tired and and had a real sense of pride when you reached the finish line and delivered that project. How did that feel? What was that experience? And if you could bottle that, wouldn't you want that for the majority of the things you do during the workday? And what is the key difference between that and a lot of the mundane, tiresome, or sort of mind-numbing tasks that we may have to do during the day. So today we're going to talk about another pitfall of leadership that really goes to this type of example, and that's the ability to motivate others. Do you know what truly motivates other people on your team? And here's a hint. Chances are it's not just money. Right? If, you, if you read anything uh, uh, in HR or in articles or business books about what really motivates people above a certain level of enough money, money tends to lose its effect and, and in some cases can even have a negative effect on things like creativity. Thanks for listening can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.